Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And uh, this is take two, man. I, I We did this before. I drove out to Stony Creek to hang out with these guys at Salt Vault. Passed, uh, passed the audio stuff to my daughter, you know. I thought it was YouTube kids that she was doing it. She was deleting audio files. So this is uh, take two. I'm hanging out in Soap Vault's office. Cool place. I love this place. Uh, I just want to come in and hang out on your couch all day long, Perfect. actually. Um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves really quick, and uh, we'll get into the quick and dirty about uh, what you guys got going on here. Nick Gabriel here. I was a massage therapist since 1990. Um, worked for 21 years in the industry. And there was a need for uh, documentation. So we started the company in 2011, really going heavily on development in the last two years. Uh, up to that point, uh, I hated taking notes. And a lot of my notes were as above. So you'd come in for a <laughs> mark, and I'd write as above. And I found quickly, I found out quickly that you needed good documentation when lawyers would ask for for you know. sure. Yeah. And so what, my standard my standard line for a lawyer was kind of funny because my standard line for a lawyer was. My notes contain uh, abbreviations and short forms that only I understand. So if you want a report, I can write you a report. And that usually got them, got them off my back and I was able to able to write a report. So um, we t- I teamed up with uh, Ryan Vericello and um, you have to know, sometimes he pronounces it Vericello and sometimes he pronounces Vericello. So I'm never sure which depends on. What, what is it? What is it today? Yeah, today's Vericello. Okay. Today's Vericello. <laughs> So we, we teamed up and we decided to make this uh, product and make it easier for massage therapists to charge. Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I'm, uh, yeah, I, I was um, from LinkSmart, which is a software development company. And uh, yeah, we teamed up with, uh, with Nick and uh, the Ontario College of Health and Technology to build uh, Soap Vault uh, quite a few years back. And uh, yeah, so software development operations and infrastructure is my background. How did you guys get in touch with each other? He was doing some work for the school. So I, I used to be at, at that school, and so he was doing some work for us. And uh, I said, hey, Ryan, here's the idea. And he said, initially, I thought, I thought honestly, it was just going to be a small little project to help the students in our charting. And mm-hmm. then if we can get some users, great. And it wasn't intended to be any bigger, anything bigger than that. And uh, and then realized that there was a need for it. Was was there a lot of other online charting stuff going on when you guys started to do this? Not at the time. Um, in fact, it, to the best of my knowledge, there was nobody doing tag diagrams when we started doing that. As far as I know, you know, we're the first ones to do tag diagrams, and we've continued to kind of push that one uh, further. Um, ours, our charting has some artificial intelligence and machine learning built into it for. Uh, more relevant suggestions based on the location that you tag diagrams and what your historical tagging trends are. So we've continued to kind of push that, you know, to the limits as well. Right on. Yeah, yeah and with that, because because what happens, um, there's some software out there that they'll use dropdowns, for right. instance, but they're preset, and and a lot of people don't use that terminology. And so what it does is because the terminology that you use, we store it and we suggest it the next time you use it. So the more you use it, the more suggestions you have, and it becomes click, 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 as opposed to dropdowns. And then in essence, they're not really dropdowns or suggestions, but it's the it's what you've put into the system. Right. It's not what someone else has filtered into the system. And I'll give you an example. The the tags that we use, for instance, they're subjective, objective tags primarily, and there's some treatment, there's treatment tags in there as well. Um, I, so Ryan said, you have to pre-populate this stuff, right? So someone, when they go to tag, and I think I put 50 in, and I go, I'm done. I, I'm tapped out. That's all I can think of. 
And there's got to be, I don't know, six, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred tags. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. I don't know. So, and that's what people suggesting because you don't know how people are going to use the system. Exactly. And so it allows someone to chart in their language, not the language that we predefined. And yeah. So that's one of our advantages. All right. So we kind of jumped right into it because like I said, this was take two. So I feel like we just kind of picking up where we left off, but let's go, let's go right to the beginning. Tell us what Soap Vault is for anyone that's listening. And there's a lot of people listening. So give us an idea what Soap Vault is, um, online charting system. And let's break it down to like, what are all the features involved in the, in the Soap Vault? And you know what? I also want to get the background. Like I want to, I love the name, like stuff like that. Like, how did you guys come up? Okay, you know, let's start here. How did you come up with the name Salt Vault? Uh, it went back, and <clears throat> it's it's just, it's just kind of funny. I don't. So I like I don't these guys are looking at each other. Like, yeah, should we, should we well, say this? Not, should we not? It's not so, that because there's there's something special that's going to be happening next year. That's all we have to say. Okay. Yeah, but uh, Soap Vault is uh, obviously soap, and yeah. somewhere safe to store that information. And again, we started with just soap notes, but right. you know, Soap Vault's become far more than just that. It's you know, it's 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 evolved into practice management software, and uh, and the vision for the continued evolution of that is. You know, there's there's a lot coming down the pipe for that. That uh, you know, even the word Soapfault doesn't really represent what the company really? does anymore. So, what what were some of the other names you kicked around? Just out of curiosity. Uh, honestly, Eleven years ago, no idea. No idea. I yeah, remember. I can't even remember. There was no drunken nights and like trying to figure out what are we going to call this. No, thing? what are we going to call this thing? Yeah, and, and and the thing is that at the time it wasn't as bad to get a dot com, right? True. Yeah. And now it's really hard to get a dot com. Yeah. And so. Um, so that was soap fault. No one had taken it. But the problem with the word soap is that some you get emails and solicitations <laughs> from soap companies, right? And, and there's some some. And then you're at. And believe it or not, we're at. Uh, we've we've done enough conferences in the states, and the level of education is quite different than it is here. Yep. And people have come up to us and said, "So, what is this soap? Like, they think <laughs> where did product. you get soap from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a product that you're selling. And so, it's it's a, always an, an eye opener when you're in the states. So, it it is an evolution of the pro- and the product is going to continue to evolve. Right so. On. The, the name, honestly, again, can't remember where, where it came up for and, and how we hashed it out, and, and but that was the two things. So charting right. and vault and the, the security. All right. So tell us about what, what the program is all about. Well, it, it has, Ryan said, we're moving into more practice management software. So we have, um, so right now, our strength has always been the, the SOAP charting. Um, and, you know, we continue to add features. The, the next release of the feature uh, we're going to be releasing is a complete assessment section. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So in a lot of, and there's not too many, I, I don't know of any software that does it right now in, in, in this, uh, in, in the massage and even the physiotherapy. But it's going to have everything right from the beginning where you start from your rule to observations to, uh, range of motion testing to special testing, neurological testing. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a complete, complete section, and it's going to be really easy because if you can imagine in the range of motion, most of the ranges are normal. So, for instance, if you did active range of motion, if they're all normal and there's only one abnormal, you just flick a switch. It goes to the full range of motion in degrees, and then you can just adjust oh, the okay. slider. Right, right. And so you can quickly then, if resist it was all. Uh, they're all fives, for instance, and and passive was all full. It's just clicking of switches, and it gives you that data. Then it outputs all that data onto your node on the objective section. Oh, cool! And so yeah, so again, that's not too many, not too many. I don't know of anyone who's doing it the way that we're doing it. So it's a whole brand new section to the soap note section. As well, we're going to add um, at some point with another company uh, a complete rehab section. And this one company is 
phenomenal. They have everything from videos to static images, and it's a Quebec-based company. Right. And uh, so it'd be so, so Vault would be integrated with um, that system. It'd be an add-on uh, to the to the the cost because you'd be then subscribing through this other company. But the experience then you'd have in in your soap notes, if you can imagine, you have all your charting, all your assessment, yeah. and all your rehab, and it's completely a robust system then at that point. And the other idea, what we're going to be adding with the assessment, because you know sometimes you have to justify to insurance companies, um, is your treatment working, is that so you're going to take the range of motion and over a course of time, you'll be able to chart or graph and see what the results are and it will spit it out for you. And so that's a, so that's what's sort of coming. Like, the, do you realize how awesome that is? It seems like <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, it, it, the level of excitement I get from Nick and, and others that hear about it that, that, that would use it excites me. <laughs> because when you think about it, you have to justify it. And, and now if you can show them a graph or a chart for sure, yeah. and how the range of motion has improved over time or or – um, how their pain level has it, has improved over time. Like, that's huge. And to, to hand that to an insurance company and say, say, see, massage therapy is an effective course of treatment. Look at the results that I'm getting. I'm not just making this stuff up. So that's a, that's a big section. And and so that's one section is a soap note. I'll let Ryan talk about the financial section because he has his hands really involved in the financial section. And so he can talk about uh, how it's integrated with the, the calendar and the yeah. online uh, booking and all that. Yeah, so... Um in, in practice management software, like there's there's some big pillars there. There's your there's your treatment documentation, but there's your patient management, your scheduling, your billing, um, and a lot of those are connected. So um, just actually earlier this week, we opened up the opportunity for clinics to set their clinic up to require payment up front when booking or just hold a credit card or a deposit. Um, so it gives some flexibility there. Um, and uh, and as well, tracking, you know, outstanding invoices or receipts, issuing receipts, um, and, and integrating that, you know, completely within the calendar um, of SoapVault. Or it, one thing that's unique is that you can use the calendar, the charting, the intake forms, the uh, the billing, or you can use pieces. So you're not required to create an appointment in order to issue an invoice or create a note. You know, it doesn't have to all be one, depending on what works for you. So that's a that's something that's really unique, um, you know, to to SoapVault, which uh, I observe in other software that there's a lot of dependency among, you know, all the different pillars of the system having to be worked together, or they don't work at all. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's uh, there's credit card processing right in the system. Um, and, uh, and more features will be released that integrate with that for more convenient processing and, uh, you know, trying to ensure that you, uh, you, you get paid, uh, if, if upfront is required or even just get new bookings and rebookings. So who uses this majority of the time? Are we looking at clinics or are we can you looking at uh, sole practitioners? I think we still, majority is still sole practitioners. Majority is probably yeah, sole practitioners. So, I mean, for the amount of functionality that exists in SoapVault for the price, it's, you know, it's it's virtually unbeatable um, to to for twenty dollars a month be able to do all of your invoicing and billing and credit card payments and your charting and your scheduling. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's really attractive to the sole practitioner. And then of course, um, you know, clinics that would probably be spending uh, you know a few hundred dollars a month uh, with a number of practitioners in the clinic would you know might be spending fifty with us. So um, we are continuing to get more. Uh, clinics on board and uh, you know we just we believe that uh, that this level of quality software can be provided um, more affordably it doesn't have to always be you know an expensive price gouge or whatever it is that they're experiencing and, and majority of our, our users are in, in the state oh yeah yeah and so as you know we're an ontario-based company and we offer discounts to organizations or associations 
we allow s- schools to use it for free. We give them two accounts. So we give them a, a account that they can practice, they can teach within the classroom, and then for their public clinic, we allow them to use it as well for free. And as I said, we allow associations, uh, we give them a discount. So we, so the $19 turns into fourteen twenty-five a month, which is really, really good. Um, just we just can't seem to get the RMTAO to ever agree to allow their members to get, have a discount. That's very weird. So that's that's a challenge being an Ontario-based company, um, and they just never have have taken any interest, or we've we've, we've reached out to them, and and for whatever reason, um, we can't give their members a fourteen dollars uh, discount to fourteen dollars and twenty-five cents. That seems very strange to me. Like, why not just benefit your members any way that any way that you can? Yeah, especially being an Ontario-based company. Yeah, though. for sure. Like, why do you, why do you think you have the majority of your users in the states versus Canada? They have a bigger base, yeah. Number one, yeah, and 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 the and the prices, you know, for them is is affordable. Um, you know, some of our competitors uh, they start probably at twenty nine dollars a month, and for a fraction of the features that we offer for nineteen dollars a month. For the features that we offer, you're looking at fifty plus dollars a month from our competitors. Can you give us the breakdown? Because if I'm using your product here, I don't have to use every part of it, right? I can add Correct. certain things on, and that's obviously going to be reflected in the price. Can you give us a breakdown of like what are the standard stuff and what are the add-ons and things? Yeah. Like that? So the unique thing about it is that almost everything is included in the base price. You're just you don't you, the software is just not limiting you to have to use it all together. Um, so at nineteen dollars, which is the regular price, um, you you pretty much get everything. There's only three add-ons in Soap Vault. Okay. Um, one is SMS reminders if you want text reminders. Uh, or uh, another is uh, phone call reminders. So that's an automated call that goes out to remind patients maybe that don't have cell phones or don't prefer text. Right. Um, and then file uploads. So uploading uh, documents um, like PDF files or, or different documents into the into the patient's profile. Each of those are $3 a month. And then, of course, if you have additional practitioners, you pay an extra $7 a month per practitioner. Um, but those are the fees. That's it's pretty much it. And we um, and if you have, you know, if you have over. 10 practitioners in your clinic, you start hitting quantity discounts. So uh, it, it starts to, you know, come become even more affordable per practitioner. So, um, yeah, there's like, there's pretty much, uh, there's, there's not really any other, other options. Um, when you consider the features that we have for the price, it's, nobody comes close and yeah, it's in, we're continuing to develop and improve and, um, and really widen that gap of the value gap. Yeah. And we're on pace to, to push out a new feature almost every single week. None of our competitors do that. So give me an idea. Like what's the last uh, couple features that you guys are pushing out? Just this week, we, we released the, uh, the feature for online booking to require credit card payments and holding, uh, appointments with a credit card and, and, uh, and whatnot. Um, just to kind of go in reverse direction, uh, um, a few weeks ago, we we also um, launched the ability to multi um, more flexibility to the to tagging diagrams. So you may want to tag multiple locations um, at once, plus m- apply multiple tags to each location. So previously, you'd have to go through the through the multi tagger a few times to do that, but we actually uh, completely revamped that. So um, a lot of times we're counting clicks. You know, we'll say, okay, we want to ab- achieve a certain uh, objective and how many clicks does it take to do that? And so we want to try to do that in the least a number of clicks as possible. Um, we released, you know, a few weeks before that, the ability to, to add tips and gratuity to uh, your your invoices. Um, we implemented um, progressive web application uh, for desktop a few weeks before that, which is the ability for you to run SoapVault as a desktop uh, application um, with similar functionality as a desktop application. Right. Um, 
we, you know, the end of the year was coming, um, and uh, and in October we were hearing a lot about people wanting bulk receipts. So um, we prioritized that and had that released so that you can bulk download or bulk email receipts to patients. And uh, the list goes on, um, goes on and on and on. Yeah. And there's a lot of minor little features in there that these are just larger features. But there's always minor features and improvements that we're making. So who's making the decisions on these things? Like, is it a lot of customer feedback? Is, is it just customer feedback? Yeah. yeah. So we a lot of, like we get a lot of like every day we get feedback from customers and we rank things internally and we determine what we're going to develop next and we we come to decisions. And I mean, we have roadmaps for development. And there's different dependencies that need to be done first, um, and so a lot of times those impact it. But a very uh, you know very strategic and and uh, you know thorough decision-making on how we release features and, and what sequence. I'm just curious, what's the craziest thing that someone said, hey, I wish it did this, and you're like, this is not bloody possible. Like, what are you, what are you asking for here? I'm trying to think. That's a good question. Um, I've heard of uh, analyzing photos of patients to use artificial intelligence to determine uh, observations by looking at that photo. Gotcha. Um, so, um, and, and, that is possible in the future as as it improves, um, but uh, not today. I, th- I think the the big thing is when people are asking for it, they they have to realize uh, as as much as we're trying to make it customizable, you're still buying software that we we're still planning and programming for. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you want your own customizable so- software, then go out and hire a developer because not everything's going to perfectly work for you. And so they want it. So there's a lot of little things that they want it to do. And some, a lot of the little things that we want to do, we go, oh, what a great idea. And there's occasionally you just go, there's just no possible way because the amount of program, because we always joke is, can you just put a label there? It's more than just putting a label there, right? Yeah. And so it, it requires way more. And people just see this and they go, well, it'd be so great if you can just put this label here and make it do this, this, and this. Well, it, it's not that simple and it doesn't work that simple. So that's that's probably, it's it, they're looking at it from a very, uh, from a, a usability standpoint and we're looking at it from a planning and programming standpoint and going, that's a lot of work to do right. what you're requesting and, and not too many people want that feature. So when we look at the requests coming in for features, we just say, how many people are requesting this? And if this is the first time in a year, it'll probably get put to the bottom of the list in terms of, at some point we'll get to it if we think it's a good a good feature, but it more than likely gets dropped to the bottom of the list from priority standpoint. Um, but I don't think anyone's ever asked for anything really outrageous. That was the most I could think of. Yeah, and most of the suggestions are really good. Yeah, most of the suggestions are really, really good from, from our customers. Right on. So, who do you suggest use this? You want every you want everyone using this, don't you? Yeah, yeah, everyone: massage therapists, physiotherapists, chiropractors. We have nurses. We have chiropodists. We have I don't know. I don't. I think we have someone in a, a yoga studio even uses it because they use the scheduler and they might do treatments on the side or um, just think people you don't think would use it. And the way people use it, we didn't necessarily think they were going to use it that way. So like what? Like what? Yeah, I was just trying to think. There was one case and I'm going, oh, I didn't, didn't never even thought. I can't think of off of my hand because cause we both also deal with customer service as well. Um, uh, we'll, we'll pick the slack up and, and sometimes you go, oh, I, I didn't realize. Because they, they figure out workarounds. Mm-hmm. And then from a workaround, we develop ideas sometimes. But I, off the top of my head, I can't think of one off the top of my head. So. Customer service standpoint. So I'm I'm using the stuff and I'm like, oh man, I need some troubleshooting help. How does that work? So we have a few different channels. Um, hopefully, you know, it, problems are solved through the interface and are, in, are implied. Otherwise, we do have a help center with all the common questions. If that still doesn't work, you can submit an email or a contact request. Uh, 
request, which will create a ticket and will help you through email um, as well. We can also do phone support. There's, uh, we do two different types of phone support. One is uh, specifically for migration. Um, so we do uh, migration support uh, from moving from other software um, or from paper. And, uh, and then as well, general uh, support, uh, where whether it be billing or just technical support, um, you know, we do that as well over the phone. Cool, cool. So. Yeah, so they book an appointment. So for for phone support, they'll they'll log in and there'll be appointments. But it's not uncommon because there's some people. We have people all over the world, and I think last time I was telling you that when uh, someone had called in and I said, "Well, can can I uh, call you at ten o'clock tomorrow morning tomorrow morning?" and it was on the Wednesday. And he said, well, tomorrow morning will be Good Friday because he was already on the Thursday. And so there's that time difference. And so we acknowledge that there's time difference or some people just can't book a phone call because they're busy through the day. We'll call them at night. We'll schedule, we'll schedule, you know, time at night as well. So we will even, you know, reach out to people if they, they need help. Cause sometimes it's just a lot easier dealing with people on the phone. Ryan often picks up the phone. He'll, a ticket will come in. And he, he immediately phones them back. They're not requesting a phone support, but he just immediately phones them back because it's easier to solve a problem because he knows it's going to be very quick just to talk to them and to walk them through it. So we do that as well. Staff-wise, what do you got going on? We're at eight right now. So, yeah, mostly in development operations, customer service. How do you see this um, changing the profession at all, how the practitioner operates? Well, that's kind of uh, that's kind of funny because we talked about that and Ryan and I do have a vision and he doesn't often – he likes to keep it. Some sometimes these visions close to our, our, our vest and hold them close to our chest. Um, we see this completely automated. So con- consider this for a minute, okay? So you're walking, and, and I know some people are going to go, you know, I, I, I don't like the sounds of that because it's lost a personal touch. But you walk into the office, and you know one of the basic expenses is that receptionist at the front. If you do have, if you can even afford a receptionist. But imagine if you walk in the front and there's some sort of tablet or or iPad and and you check in. So you hit check in, you type in your name, and whether there's something in the room or to their iPhone, it gives them a little buzz and, and they know that, oh, Mark's here for his appointment. And it tells them, please sit down, the therapist will be with you in a minute. So now you've checked in, and in that check-in feature, and it depends on how it's programmed, it could it could start your session in terms of your notes, it starts a draft note, creates an invoice for you, everything is already set up. And so now the therapist comes out and says, oh, hi, Mark, I'm just going to be with you in a minute. And they deal with the other person. Now the other person, they just said, okay, now you can go check out. And so now brings you in, the room set up. This person is doing everything themselves. They're booking their next appointment, yeah. they're checking it out, and they're paying, and they leave. And so there's – and you might say, well, they've lost that personal interaction. I know, but it's, if you take them through these simple – these are really simple steps to take people through. You really don't need someone – someone necessarily sitting there and it completely could be completely automated and you know you're, from an invoicing standpoint and from creating notes creating draft notes for you could be all done really simple that's really cool so is uh, you guys sharing this idea here you right? yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, yeah. i don't know no, about we this. discussed it at length but I mean, think about it too and the other thing too is i mean creating that draft note because I, I, we're just spitballing here yeah okay so you come in so picture this so you're coming in and mark comes in and now it's his fourth appointment or it's fourth year i've, I've been treating you for years and I say, complete that draft note, and I also wanted to pull the uh, previous note. So I sit programming for you that when Mark comes in, not only can start that invoice and draft note, but bring all the data forward, all the treatment data forward, 
that and it's the same treatment I, I do I, I do for Mark all the time and and Mark checks out and everything like that and all I have to do is finalize my note after he leaves because all the data is from the previous note the treatment's the same that I've done all the time I'm fully compliant with the CMTO because I have all my boxes checked and all you had to do was massage the person and that's what people want to do for they sure. don't want to spend time bookkeeping and and, and follow up and and we have automated follow-ups and everything and so there's a whole bunch of promotional tools that we're going to be coming up with too in the in, in the new year so we got a lot of things on the horizon here. That, that's interesting man you guys i like that i like that and i think you can only get that stuff going on small teams yeah. like with your, your 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 small group of people going one on. of the advantages is is the size so yeah agility is something that can be lost as as the teams get bigger for sure so uh, yeah we're definitely working that advantage at this point right on and i know and i know that approach some massage therapists say oh no that's too automated it's gonna it's gonna lose that for me and i, I want that personal touch but there's a lot of people out there that they're, they're gonna go you mean to tell me someone can this thing could run my office create my notes for me basically and maybe i just have to, when i duplicate the notes i just have to do a quick edit to them and it's accept a payment spit out a receipt if they want a receipt email them a receipt and all I have to do is massage, and all from a bookkeeping and everything. Everything's done. That's perfect. No one wants, no massage therapist wants to spend time doing admin stuff if they don't have to. And I this mean, could be automated, very easily automated, very easily automated. And Ryan's going to kill me after this because he's going to go. <laughs> you just, just told our gave, you just gave our idea yeah. away. And you know, I'm a it's fa- all good. Lots to do there. I'm a, <laughs> There's I'm, a lot to do. I'm a fan of giving ideas away. You know, it just keeps keeps the creativity going. Give everything away, and if someone picks up on it, whatever. Totally, yeah. You know, we're, it just we'll makes make, you come we'll, up with we'll something better. better. Exactly. Yeah, we'll and better. software is like that. Very open source very collaborative in the community so that's 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 the way it is anyway so interesting so are you a computer guy or again we're so we're just talking about this so in university i went to university in um 80, 85 86 87 88 somewhere in there i can't, can't <laughs> it's all a blur <laughs> i i took programming courses in university oh, yeah. it's they're so outdated and the guys were laughing today i said so if anyone needs help with basic or fortran i can help help you but the language is so old not even you i don't even is fortran used anywhere well, I'm sure in legacy systems. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's my only extent of, of uh, from a programming standpoint. But that's this has been Ryan's world. Yeah, and so I I, I ran a uh, or still run part of a software development company. So. Cool, cool. Um, one big thing that everyone always kind of has a big question mark on when it comes to doing um, any kind of electronic stuff is security. Yep, one of the most common questions that uh that we get um so security is basically number one with us um everything has to of course meet that uh, otherwise it doesn't it doesn't happen so and and so we actually um so in addition to standard security that um i hope every other charting and practice management company um follows but uh you know all data that is transmitted is encrypted um as well both both in transit, but also when it's on rest on the servers that it resides on. Tell us what that means for anyone that has no idea what the hell so, you're talking about. Yeah, so basically, when you communicate um, over the internet, unless you're o- so unless you're over a secure encrypted connection, and you can tell Google Chrome does a good job at showing you a green lock in the address bar. Um, unless you see that there, your information is basically traveling like a postcard, so it's visible to everybody along the way. The contents of that. So. Uh, what an encrypted connection does is, um, for the sake of uh, somebody watching in the middle, it's a scrambled message um, that uh, you know that that they can't read the contents of, and and it's only accessible to the sender and the receiver. Um, so that's encryption on transit. And so 
Uh, it's important, of course, to do that for, for snooping. Uh, but then once it lands on the server and, you know, in the databases and everywhere it's stored, it also needs to be encrypted there as well. Um, so that, you know, you couldn't just scoop up that information. Um, and that's, that's just, you know, security is an infinite um, topic like security never you never finish security it's it's always can we do better um so in addition and so there's there's of course you know the the you know the stealing of information that's a, that would be a concern but there's also the corruption or loss of information that could be right so um you know regular uh backups um snapshots um multi-region like multi-geographic location storage of that uh, for high redundancy um, monitoring application performance for high availability so uh, you know it's, it's always available um, as well like we have different levels of application um, security as well that um, uh, not everybody does but should do um, one being two-factor authentication so what that means is you can you, when you log into soap vault you enter your, your email address and your password um, but in addition to that you can set your account up for two-factor authentication which means you also have a code on your phone um, that auto generates a new number every 30 seconds so somebody would need to know your email and your password and steal your phone um, to get access to your to your account and then on top of that as a clinic admin if you want to ensure that your practitioners or your staff are only ever logging in while they're at the clinic. We also have location restrictions. So you can actually set your clinic up to say only allow people to log in from this specific location. And we do that by IP address. Um, so, I mean, that's some, you know, some areas that uh, security comes in, of course, monitoring firewalls and blocking connections and, um, you know, keeping uh, server and hardware and firewalls and everything up to date. Um, those all come into it. So uh, like I said, it's, uh, security is infinite. Um, you you know it's never over. You can only make it better. Um, so that's why it's always an ongoing task. Have you guys ever heard of um, anyone's information? Not with through you guys, obviously, because your security measures seem like to be bang on. Um, have you ever heard of anything happening where information has been compromised Ryan all the time? Just, yeah, yeah Ryan like, just heard one yesterday. There's there's there's. There's security compromises all the time with major companies. I mean, we hear it on the news fairly frequently. Um, you know, a lot of times it's because best practices aren't being followed. Um, other times it's because companies are so large they lose visibility and um, just something wasn't done properly. Usually it's a best practice not being followed. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, you know, and you just that's why it's it never ends. You have to always be working on it. Do you it. want to just talk about the credit card? Because that's pretty important, too, that, to understand that oh, we yeah. don't store credit yeah, so cards. So another thing is reducing the, the value, right? So um, while you can process credit cards and save credit cards to patients' profiles, we don't actually have those numbers. So those numbers are actually stored with the processor. Um, we couldn't retrieve them. even. I, I today could not retrieve any credit card numbers, even if I wanted to. It's just not possible. We don't have access to it. Um, but uh, And that's part of... You know, reducing the value of, uh, you know, of, of a compromised uh, system. So how do we get the word out on what you guys do? Because I love what you guys do. Like, where do you guys do your marketing, your advertising, and uh, where are you looking to take it? And Right now, is a lot of word of mouth. I mean, we are focused on the product. We believe that, um, you know, a really good product, like we know that and it happens today. A lot of our account signups are referrals. Um, but we are investing heavily in the product rather than uh, paying for advertising uh, we would rather invest in making the product better we know that uh, that that is our best form of, of marketing is to have you know a bang on product that's high value that's affordable um, and uh, yeah so a lot of a lot of social um, 
you know influence coming from from our users and uh, and we do do the odd you know the odd advertisement on online but uh, yeah most of it yeah because is... nothing's worse than you know this this product or whatever you're buying has been packaged and, and marketed really nice and you get it home and you realize it's a piece of junk yeah and you go well I got duped yeah I got duped right and you paid a lot of money and you go wow. And that was part of, I was, you know, we're naive in the beginning thinking that, oh, once people put their information, they'll never leave. Well, no, people leave. Yeah. So if they, they think you don't have a good product, they'll leave. So and we see people transferring over all the time from other, other software systems to ours. Is that, is that a big source of uh, your membership? Source, but it happens, Ryan's, because he, he yeah. deals with the migrations and he's dealing with them on a weekly basis. There's a yeah. Like what's the percentage of uh, migrations that we're looking at compared to total users? Um, I, I, I wouldn't know offhand only because not everybody requests migration support. I would imagine that over 50% of our users that come on are coming from another system. So there's just, you know, there's a lot of systems that are either dated in functionality or dated in pricing model. So, um, you know, we, we just don't believe it needs to be that way. Yeah. There's a big, there's a big company in the States. Um, and they, they keep upping their price and stripping away some functionality. So, so you hear from from those users as well. And and they're they're a platform that doesn't specifically gear to say the massage therapy industry. It just happens that massage therapists can use it, and they're finding that it's becoming really really expensive, like hundreds of dollars a month to use it. And they're realizing that it's not serving their needs, and it's really expensive compared to nineteen dollars a month. How'd you guys come up with your price point? Um, we threw a whole bunch of numbers at a wall and see which one stuck. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we <laughs> no. We basically tried to come up with something that was fair and something. Uh, believe it or not, even at nineteen dollars, some people say uh, they just can't afford it based on on the, on the number of people that they see. So uh, it has to be fair, and we believe in uh, offering a really good product at a really good rate. Right. Sometimes it doesn't always work because people perceive that as oh, it can't be can't be any good at $19 a month. And how, you, you have to spend $70 a month for a good product. <laughs> so that's also a challenge, believe it or not. I believe that, yeah. yeah. It's very often that the users that sign up for up, us are the ones that did their research. So um, we find that there's a lot of people evaluating many different pieces of software, but when you start actually evaluating, that's where, where SoapVault becomes the the obvious winner is because when you look at the number of features and you look at the price and you look at the value, um, that's, you know, objectively, com- you know, it, it's just, it's just an unfair <laughs> comparison at that point because it's just, you, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars a month for the equivalent in other systems. So you know, if, if you look at your phone, you consider how many features you actually use on your phone. It's the same thing. We've been at conferences where one of our main competitors from out West and we, you know, we did a conference in, in Alberta and it was interesting because they'd walk over, they'd, they'd, they'd go and talk to them and they'd come over and they'd go almost whispering, um, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you guys at $19 a month? And most of them were getting a discount because they're part of the association because it was an association that was putting on this conference and they're going, so for fourteen twenty-five a month, I, we're not understanding and, and we're demoing our product. Going, we don't get, because you almost have everything that I need. Yes, the other software has so much more in terms of things that I, I won't necessarily use, but for the core features that I need, I'm not getting it. And yeah. so, so they come over and, and they are blown away because of, of what we can do and what we have for, for the price point. And, and, and as I said, the features, the features that we're going to add, you know, you look at the product that we have right now and in a year from now, it's going to be completely different. There's a little teaser for you. It's going to be completely different. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> he just laughs. Do you guys offer uh, like a free trial? Yeah. Tell us about yep. the free trial and the free trial yeah, period. It's, uh, basically, it's a 30-day free trial. You, you get access to the system. Um, no credit card needed to, to do that. So 
Uh, there's no really, there's no commitment. Um, you can do the trial, use it as much as you want. You can request a full delete. Um, we'll do a full delete if you decide that you not only don't want to use it, but you also want all your data removed. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much no risk. So I assume you guys probably get a lot of uh, new members off the free trial. Yeah, yep. everybody. That's kind of the front door, right? The free trial. That's the only way to start is start with a free trial. Yeah. So. And we do have people who who will sign up. So if you can imagine yourself, you signed up today and you. The intent was, I'm gonna, you know, this weekend, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hammer away at it and see what, see if I like it. And then life happens, and then three weeks goes by, and four weeks go, by and you haven't even tried it. And so they'll say, hey, can I have another thirty days? And yeah, sure, no problem. So if you've you've used up your trial and you go, oh, I'm screwed now because I, you know, what am I gonna do now? Just ask us for another thirty days, and we'll give you another thirty days. You know what, man? I, I, I don't mean to go back to the association, the RMTAO. Now I really don't get it. Especially after hearing everything you guys have to say and understanding how you guys operate, and I, I don't understand it. So we've had we've had members write the RMTAO and and they give a they give a, a specific response, canned response back to them, and uh, we've approached them numerous times, and for whatever reason they're just not interested in giving their members uh, a discount. So that's we're baffled as well. You don't have to answer this if you guys don't want to, because you guys are straight laced dudes at least right now what it looks like doesn't this make you just want to bury people like if this happened to me you know and i was offering this thing to your members and you're turning me down and i can't understand why and the reasons you're giving me do not make sense to me that is like throwing you know a lighter fluid gasoline onto the fire it makes me just want to burn the whole place down and and just kind of run with it like you don't. You guys get what yeah, I'm saying? I'll, I'll like, answer that. So to defend the RMTL, I mean, their position has always been that you know we don't want to offer too many products to our members at discount because basically they're saying, so if if you were the RMTO and said, okay, we're going to offer you a discount at Good Life Fitness and we're going to offer you at all these other places, yeah. Well, all these other places might not be as good as as um, Good Life Fitness, and they're saying that then they're going to get flack back from the members saying you know what, you've offered all these places, so you're almost endorsing these places. Right. And to me, it's not an endorsement. They're just, it's still buyer beware. Yeah. These companies come to us and said, we will offer discounts to your members. So allow all sorts of companies to come yeah. and offer discounts and let the members decide what they want to use and what software they don't want to use. And so we're not asking for an endorsement. Right. We're just saying, hey, do you, do you want to uh, be part. We want to be part of the RMTO's discount package, and they're and, and so for six, six or seven years that they've been saying no. That's, that's so. And when I say burn the place down, I don't mean go yeah, down to the yeah. RMTO building yeah. and burn it down. I mean go like that's just my business competition. Just bury them completely and bury their associations completely. Like whoever they're you know dealing with, whether it's Good Life or whatever the case is, just blow them out of the water. So, so how you, do I? But do you that? have members. You have members right now that will be listening to this podcast. Hell yeah, and they're gonna go. Wait a minute! I'm paying full price where I can be paying fourteen twenty five, and it's going to come from the membership to say, "What's going on? Like, why why aren't you offering? Why can't I get this discount? That's where it's going to be coming from." You look a little uncomfortable oh, right now. <laughs> you know what? I've got so many things to think about other than the RMTAO with regards to improving the product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing better thing that. And that's that's our. It thing. is what it is. It is what it is. I don't think about it, it. it. But it's and we honestly don't give that much thought because. We're, we've we've tried so many times, and, and they're obviously not interested, and they're not going to come calling to us. Well, I guess I mean they could, but it's a it's it's a it's a perplexing perplexing you know um, that you try and think about this, and you go, I, I, it doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't want to take on a, an Ontario company that was probably first in the marketplace in 
in in Ontario, and and we've we you know our product is 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 a, it's an exceptional product. So if they're worried about you know members coming back and saying it's not meeting standards, we developed this product with Ontario standards first and foremost, and then we branch out from there. So it's meeting all the Ontario standards. So. And oftentimes I'll get I'll get questions from members and and I know the legislation very well and so and they don't yeah so and it's just misinformation oftentimes that they have and it's uh, it's frustrating but like Brian said they're they're not on our radar um, so if they don't want to give their members a benefit that's that's completely up to them fuck them yeah. I said it. You guys don't have to say it. (laughs) I just had a couple more quick ones because I'm really curious. In terms of the regulated provinces versus the unregulated provinces, are most of your members regulated provinces? I don't even know. I don't even know what the... um, I I wouldn't... Do you know that data? Yeah, I mean, I I don't don't know the breakdown by province offhand. No, I mean, I can tell you that, uh, you know, 80% of our customers are probably Canada, US, and then the rest is international. Right on. I like what you guys do here. I want to work here. I don't know anything about computers, I'm, <laughs> but I'm an idea guy. <laughs> you could be in customer service, and I don't know. Do you speak other languages? Uh, I speak uh, English and truck driver. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Right on, right on. Do you guys have anything else you want to throw into the mix before? Yeah, uh, good. I'm yeah. Good, yeah. Cool. I, I like this take too. Thank you for uh, <laughs> thanks yeah. for having me out yeah, here again. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Elise. If you're if you ever hear this, yeah. Stay off my phone. Yeah. Right on, right on. You guys have been listening to two massage therapists and a microphone. I'm hanging out at Soul Vault. I think I'm going to stay here for the rest of the day. We'll talk to you guys soon.